are you the most powerful woman behind social media right now? (laughs) (laughs) No, I wish I was. I'm joking. Hello and welcome to Thursdays with Shift Talks, where each week we cover the latest global art and fashion news stories. I'm Nana Kiyoshige, and today we are here with social media editor Phoebe Garner, the woman behind the Nana's social empire. Hi, Phoebe. Thank you so much for joining us on Shift Talks today. So good to have you here, and so good to see you again. Hi. Thank you for having me. Excited to be on here. (laughs) (laughs) I will get into the nitty-gritty details of Nana's later, but I want to start by asking... How does it feel to know you built this platform on Nowness? And obviously, you look at an Instagram feed every day, Facebook feed every day. What does it feel like to have this daily occurrence within the social media realm? It's great, you know. I feel sometimes I realize how lucky I'm to be in a position to constantly be taking in all this amazing work that people are putting out on these different platforms. I mean, every day it's kind of finding and discovering new artists, photography, architecture. So yeah. And quick question, do your bosses love and adore you? I hope so. (laughs) Do you like your working environment? Yeah, working environment's really great. I mean, as you know, after being here, it's a really lovely environment to be working really closely with Days and another, and then kind of like wider team, as well as Nowness being very cute and small. Everyone is really good friends, but yeah, really lovely work environment. I totally agree with you, Phoebe. Yeah, totally. I think the Nauna team is so beautiful. Um, and very, very friendly people. And I'm sure you meet so many people every day from Nauna's days, another external teams. But outside of the everyday office, are there any crazy celebrities that you've ever met or any people you have been a fan of that appeared in front of you? Okay, I had a call with Francis Ford Coppola's son, Roman Coppola, and he's a really famous kind of music video director, but I mean, just one being one step away from Francis Ford Coppola was pretty major for me. <laughs> so yeah, that is really, that's really crazy. Now we're back with the nitty gritty details of Nowness. Let's talk about it. You've definitely seen on Instagram from the beautiful landscapes of the mountains to dynamic movements of dancers, its content is generated by the Nowness Instagram. Launched in 2010, Nowness has generated 2 million followers on Instagram as of 2023 and has established themselves as the newest culture's emotions of inspiration and influence across art, design, fashion, beauty, music, food, and travel. Now with Phoebe, let's discuss the details behind the success. Obviously, Nowness has a large cult following from London creatives to international fans all over the world who crave art and who crave these beautiful imagery. But for you, how did this job come around and what made you want to work for Nowness? So I've always had like a very strong sense of creativity behind all of my work. So... I guess kind of rewinding back, I did journalism at Goldsmiths University, which is obviously a very creative environment, and then left university wanting to go into being a fashion writer. And then I guess after like multiple internships, I did do an internship at Days when I first 
left uni and it definitely really opened my eyes to kind of like the wider kind of creator sphere within magazine publishing. So from there, I actually went on to be a social and editorial assistant at Hunger magazine. So kind of still in the same sphere, but very much writing kind of focused. And as that progressed, I went on to another magazine, Wallpaper, still in the architecture sphere, but with like socials kind of being a small part of the role. And then came the pandemic. So obviously all that kind of changed and definitely changed the landscape of publishing. So then I moved straight into doing social only. So spent some time at a brand, Ted Baker, which was very random for me um, <laughs> for about three months in between. So I got made redundant, sadly, from wallpaper. Um, but yeah, spent time at Ted Baker, which was very corporate. And I did actually struggle with it. But I would say it was actually very valuable having that experience, learning something corporate. And it's something that was actually advised to me while I was at Wallpaper, that this is something that quite a lot of creative kind of places look for people. Even so, like the kind of place where you're working might not be creative. They do look for that some of that experience at that kind of corporate level because they do really teach you processes which are really useful to take on and then implement at these places. So yeah, from Ted Baker, I worked on a fixed-term contract for a couple of months, and then the role came up at Nowness, which I applied for, and it just kind of like, I don't know, something that I felt very, very effortlessly, I guess, in terms of like really identifying of all their kind of content they put out and also their kind of visual identity on Instagram. So yeah, that's kind of my journey to there, but it's always been deep-rooted in like a keen sense of just general creativity. You've been like everywhere since graduating. <laughs> it's insane to me because <laughs> I think in the office you look like probably one of the youngest ones, but you have like a career of like <laughs> like so many yeah, I feel years. Old inside. <laughs> I know, but you you don't look old. Sometimes. Obviously, you love your job and your career path is amazing. Um, but are there any parts of your job that you dislike? Um, I guess, so what are the worst parts of your job? And additionally, if you have any best parts of your job or what you absolutely love about being at Nowness. So in terms of best, I'd say, like, it goes with the job. You get these opportunities for, like, coverage, for example, and especially, like, post-pandemic, we're really going back into kind of travelling a lot more or not even just travelling, like, exhibition openings that you can go to in person. So the kind of being able to be a kind of reporter in a different sense on your phone filming things and going away to these amazing places is like obviously such a highlight and very thankful to be have this like opportunity to do those things so in that sense there's definitely one another one as well also social media because it is so powerful giving like a platform to all these other kind of creators and artists for example to have their work magnified um, it's always really lovely and then yeah just in general just kind of like being able to be out and about and kind of like you've got these moments coming up for example like fashion week or anything like which could be really random like world goth day is coming up but you can also kind of create this content around like pieces like that and then as we go into more social media is more very much like user generated kind of focus working again with these like amazing people and kind of giving them a brief and just seeing how what they do with it is like really fun and then in yeah like worst times yeah I think 
social media is like such a complicated thing that everyone has their own kind of personal relationship with it and then for working it yeah you definitely see that because there'll be some days where it's like oh god <laughs> oh, god. Yeah. oh god because like for example um in particularly like meta and instagram they are constantly changing how the app works so you're constantly sort of having to be on your toes with kind of strategies and this is like at the moment every month or so having to change things and one thing we've kind of well everyone has experienced recently on instagram is a complete pivot in how how they prioritize content on there so because they're kind of trying to emulate TikTok and the success on there. It's kind of trying to like change the content for somewhere like Nowness being so kind of cinematic and video led to kind of completely change all of that to be a very kind of like something that's kind of um oh, a bit uh, more Gen Z now. Gen Z not even that, so a bit more like lo fi that is kind of captured on your phone. Uh, rather because a lot of our stuff is kind of yeah, as I said, very cinematic and very kind of well put together and how to translate that to suit these new strategies, for example. So and then yeah, as well and also like obviously I don't have to deal on a personal level putting out my own personal work and then seeing like negative comments, but also being the person that sees negative comments and like how to kind of put together a plan of action if we need to in that sense. Yeah. So out of obviously you do with basically majority of the social content that goes in and out of downness, are there any projects or content that you've created within the past couple months that was really really fun for you exciting for you so one thing that one project we put together actually last september is really exciting was a social first video series with tommy hilfiger for their kind of show in new york um so for that one there it was three short videos and we were kind of looking to the people behind the catwalk that create that moment so for example the set design builders the kind of makeup artists the models themselves so it was really fun kind of being able to meet all these crazy creative people and all the work that goes into creating this big one moment and seeing how it really is a team of people to put that together i love that that sounds so Um, now kind of going back to the Instagram bit again obviously Nowness is a broadcast platform and it has its own website YouTube channels but I think a lot of people are under the impression that Nowness is actually an Instagram page um, almost like a digital magazine or a digital mood board Um, so why do you think Nowness has this reputation of such a big growth on Instagram and such a large following and how did it become what it is today? Why is it so big? Even with the pandemic, it had such a large growing. Why did that happen? I think because everything basically on our Instagram, for example, is sort of meant to be a curated extension of the films on our site. So our films on our site, like the theme is culture and motion. So a lot of these like architecture, photography, gardens, all these things, all these themes lend themselves really well to like really beautiful curated content on Instagram. So I think, yeah, from that, each of those verticals have kind of created their own kind of mini kind of um, kind of theme 
on on the platform so for example we use like different all the different hashtags like great gardens hashtag in residence hashtag just dance for hashtag photographers in focus on instagram which will be external kind of when i say external it'll be other people's work not ours still imagery of like i don't know a beautiful piece of architecture that hashtag in residence is taken from our film series in residence so for us it kind of links together and sort of creates this kind of whole kind of lifestyle community in that sense which is really great because it as as we were just saying that the platform has really grown so these kind of like our core kind of like editorial kind of themes are speaking to so many people but also in that same sense that because they have become really successful they've kind of have started to move away from our kind of like on-site films so I think as those kind of like distinguish themselves as what we're known for on the platform it's kind of I guess harder for people to kind of read it there's also like films to go alongside with them and yeah and I guess also it kind of lends itself to being growing so much over the pandemic I think for me personally I just felt like I really like identified and loved all the content on Nowness and could just like really easily kind of understand how that can be translated to other content and it doesn't have to mean explicitly for example it could just be like oh um actually I don't know where I was going with that point (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna scrap it it's okay um but yeah with the pandemic I think as I started then, as I was saying, I identified really well with the kind of visual identity and the content and nowness and understood how that can translate to Instagram and kind of other people's work. I think because also it was the pandemic, we weren't able to do um, commissions in the same sense. So we were kind of using a lot more submissions submissions and our archive, but in that same, same breath kind of like, actually relying a lot more on external kind of like content so it was in that sense sort of like really establishing our kind of social platforms as the way we would kind of speak to people which kind of made it more kind of independent in that sense. So in terms of you know with the pandemic and everything when was the moment where you were like oh like nowness, like social can really take off from obviously what it was to what it is now in 2023, post-pandemic. Yeah. Um, I think there are a couple of occasions where, uh, well, first of all, I guess when you see all the kind of data from things, for example, posts, multiple posts from the same week having over like multiple millions of reach and it's like, wow, that's like so many people. Then also in terms of like, because we have such a big community, like the Nowness community, which does involve quite a few well-known in like people across the globe. We're a very international platform as well, which is really great. But actually seeing some kind of, I don't know, film directors, like celebrities and stuff, resharing my content, being like, oh, I love this. And that being like, oh, okay, wow, yeah, that is actually quite a crazy, crazy reach. That is... That is great. I mean, you, you're the woman behind it. <laughs> but I guess it's different when you actually see it, like, yeah. translated to people receiving it. Yeah. Internationally, you're like, oh, it's not just people in, like, <laughs> London looking at their Instagram. It's, like, no. such a, it's a really global no, thing, right? So it's just me and my laptop in my room. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you kind of touched on the different series that Nounis has from lovesick to in residence and kind of topics within nowness but 
um, as a social media editor, what do you think are like the fan favorites? What are Nana's social um, consumers really looking for from the brand? Um, and additionally, what does best on social media, I guess like Instagram, as mentioned before, like what they love versus how it's a little bit different maybe on the website? Um, yeah. That's a really interesting question because it's something that we're kind of constantly battling with in terms of like joining the relationship between positive social kind of social results and good on-site results. I would say lovesick for us, as you mentioned, is always very traditionally really popular on socials and on-site, which is really great. Where, for example, there is sometimes a bit of a disconnect between something like a dance film because we with our strategy is taking timestamps from the film submitted so it will just be a clip of the film so it could be the most amazing dance but you might for example get everything you need out of that one clip posted on socials rather than clicking through to site to watch the whole film so that is where we kind of do see a disconnect there i think you mentioned before like the digital world is kind of taking over basically um and like I feel like especially uni students and like Gen Z notice this, but it's almost like every day there's like a new mood board page on Instagram and kind of like generating these like pretty pictures and imageries and content and like, which is like obviously a celebration of artists and creatives. But um, what makes Nowness, I guess, different from other platforms or even like digital publications that kind of generate these um, artistic content? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think where we differentiate is is actually to do with like our on like the whole theme of our films on our site, which kind of nowness, especially within the film world, is kind of renowned for our very strong curated and visual kind of like identity for our films. A lot of people say, "Oh, I know this is a nowness film just from like looking at the style of it." straight away and I think that's something that obviously the films are posted on our Instagram but that's something that has always been very kind of strict in adhering with all the content kind of going out so I think the two are kind of like very hand in hand I think that's how they kind of creates a kind of slightly independent some of the content a lot of the content posted on now is also also the external wise is shared within other platforms but I think a lot of the time it is all curated to complement each other but yeah in terms of it being also being independent does really start at the root of all our films and by these amazing directors and everything that we give the platform for um yeah are there I think you briefly touched on this like disconnect sometimes with Instagram and socials versus with like the actual website um but when you see these, I guess, like challenges of connecting um, the two things together, like what are some things, I guess, as a social media editor that um, you keep in mind or kind of consider when moving forward? So challenges of these, these disconnects and how to solve them. I guess it is, for example, we do have a few rules. For example, we try to avoid monochrome because that's something that can be pushed down on the app, for example. Um, trying to avoid like really long clips or clips that are quite dark in general they need to be quite bright and eye-catching and then also to kind of and then this is kind of when it goes into like 
the editorial side a bit more is like pulling things out from the article copy that can hook people to jump in more for example or if it is like a really short film we might try and combat it by sort of putting together like a mini supercut for example to tease people to come through and watch but it is it is a constant kind of like oh how can we adapt to make make this work and I think it kind of like yeah just kind of trying out different things and experimenting with it I have one last question Obviously, um, you make new Instagram posts, Facebook posts, Twitter posts every single day. Um, and it's almost like we don't know or you don't know what's going to happen the next day. Um, but as Nowness lovers, audience and cult followers, what could we expect from Nowness within the next week, next month, next year? Yeah. Very exciting. Um, So yeah, a goal at the moment for us is basically kind of really establishing our TikTok platform, um, which we've got the amazing Mo on our team, kind of really helping us with that. Um, Please give it a follow. Follow follow Mo and follow (laughs) Nanus. But yeah, so that's kind of our goal at the moment, establishing TikTok, because obviously that is an app which is all moving image, which is really exciting for us. But as I mentioned before, a lot of our archive is very cinematic and kind of very different into what is popular at the moment or what is working. So we're just kind of really having fun of experimenting your different formats and how to translate those kind of like key themes again that I mentioned that work really well for Instagram. So taking the verticals, Just Dance, etc and moving that to tiktok but it's really like it's really fun at the moment and we're definitely like because obviously we've got such a core fan base focused in cinema so kind of having fun and like kind of like taking that and doing these kind of like in-depth kind of looks at different directors so that's really fun that's where our focus predominantly is but obviously instagram at now we've got to like two million which is really amazing it's just kind of like also like obviously establish that but as well trying to kind of think of new kind of formats too so you've probably seen instagram a lot of kind of more still imagery with graphics on for example because that is something that the app is now pivoting towards publishers doing so we're kind of figuring out the best way for that to work for us but it's actually really exciting because it really gives us an opportunity to really editorialize or give us a chance to editorialize content more on Instagram because obviously we're a film platform, we don't always have the kind of chance to kind of do these articles, but now Instagram is sort of providing us a space to do these kind of things, which is really exciting. So in terms of socials in that sense, yeah, keep an eye out for that, but we also have something really fun coming up for Pride, which uh-huh. I can't talk about. <laughs> okay, that's That'll be really be exciting, yeah. But um, we also got some like good film screenings coming up. Um, which will be really exciting. So yeah, I think the Pride Pride one when it comes out will be like really great. And I think it'll be, well, I won't give too much details, but specifically it's around kind of like getting younger filmmakers in and like everything. So yeah. Amazing. Um, because you mentioned the Pride Month and having young creatives be part of this, I have one last question and this could be the bonus question. For university students or young creatives wanting to put their foot into the door within the art and the fashion community, what would you recommend they start by doing? And not it's gonna sound corny or cheesy, but honestly keep trying. Like I've like I really have been there. I did a couple of internships during uni. I didn't have a placement year offered to me, so it's definitely something that I balanced on top of it. 
Then I did three more internships after uni while kind of balancing as well, like a full-time job. And it's like, honestly, like, it is... there's points where you feel like I'm going to give up and it feels really tricky but honestly keep trying and you will get you will you'll get you'll meet someone something one opportunity will come by it will come and I actually think now as well with kind of social media and everything there's kind of lots of ways you can like meet and kind of like build a community that doesn't have to be like so reliant on kind of going to these kind of really exclusive events for example like um I don't know if you're like do you know dazed club so kind of like all these spaces to kind of meet other people and I think my yeah my advice would be to like keep going honestly keep going and then also just to like yeah don't be afraid to go to these exhibitions or great making communities and just like meeting other like-minded people because it makes you realize that, that everyone's in the same boat and then yeah amazing Thank you so much, Phoebe, for giving us this advice. And thank you so much for letting us into the world of nowness and into the world of what it means to be a social media editor. Thank you for having me. Sadly, we've come to the end of Shift Talks today. But we'll see you next Thursday. Bye! Bye.